Welcome back to the living room. It is time for another Don't Talk to Me Rudely. It is me, Jason. It is you, Lisa. How you been? I, well, first of all, we talked like three days ago. Well, it, yeah. I mean, we talk outside of this podcast occasionally. Right. Uh, right. But for real, it has really just not been long since our last one. Well, and that's that's because we didn't get the last one out until Wednesday. Yeah. I'm, I'm really just sick of this winter. This winter has sucked. I'm not going to lie. So... Um, after the last podcast out, we had a few things happen. Number one, uh, my mother contacted me to let me know that... She didn't like our poop open? No, no. Well, that too. We're going to oh, get to that. Okay. Hang on. Don't jump the gun. Okay. Because that was... I got good comments. That, yeah. That was okay. All right. Anyway, we're coming back to that because I got another one for you. Uh, is so, it related? No, no this one okay. completely has to do with the fact that we... I, I, I don't know. She was trying to listen to it off the link off of Facebook and was having trouble to get it to upload. Or to, to play the whole thing. She could hear segment one, but it wouldn't play the ad and it didn't play segment two. So if you had troubles with that and are willing, uh, just shoot me uh, uh, or Lisa a, a message or let us know, comment on the on our, our Facebook post or whatever. Just let us know if you had trouble, only because we're trying to figure out if there's a bigger issue or if my mom is just inept. And I love my mother, and we'll probably talk to her later on, um, but um, every once in a while she has her moments, so... You know, it, fifty year old, right? Fifty, yeah. yeah she's, they're probably pushing the the six, aren't they? By now, yeah, it's two thousand nine. So yeah, this would be fifty nine. Wow. Yeah, she's getting there. Sorry, mom. I know I just outed your age, but, but. she's a young, young fifty something. Yeah, exactly. She um, uh, she used did to you like my ski. Sa- did you like my save? Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. Uh, what's she gonna do? I'm on this end of the microphone. True. You know, but anyway, um, but no, you're right. She got really mad. Well, she didn't get really mad at me, but she certainly let me know that I shouldn't have opened with Riley pooped. Um, well, she did. She did, and so did I. And you let me know that I apparently let you know. And in, in my defense, I casually tried to, or not even casually, I really tried to change a subject in a hurry, and it just wasn't happening. Yeah. Well, just to let my mother to to put my mom at ease, we're not going to open with that this time. It'll be in the middle. <laughs> no, no, we're just we're not going to open. Oh, that. we're going to. Okay. We're not going to. However, we did. We're actually recording this in the studio tonight uh, because. Yeah, so that makes you a liar because I'm pretty sure you said live from the living room. I I said welcome to the living room because that's my opening line, but I don't really care. Um, we're yeah. So you walked into the radio studio and the first thing you did is let out a huge belch, and you said you like ah, and you're like oh wait a second, what did you say? Really, really echoes in here. And it does echo in that part of the studio, so. Um, you had quite the belch. And then right before we went on air, I let one fly in the actual booth before we started recording. The acoustics are way different. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, so I said, oh, it echoes in here. <laughs> and you said it, mine was way better. Yours was way better. It was. It was. So there you go, Mom. We didn't open with poop this time. <laughs> you have not. Moving on up. Moving on up. Anyway, uh, it is the <laughs> Don't Talk to Me Rudely podcast. Uh, all I can say is we are full of high class. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, high class. Uh, talk, yeah, anyway. Um, we do have to open with a joke. Got a joke? I got one. Okay. You can go. You I, I don't go? have one. What do you call an old snowman? What? Water. I don't even know where to go with that. That's Yeah, it's a, it's a terrible joke. You know, know what joke I tell Landon all the time? What? How do you catch a squirrel? I don't know. Climb up a tree and act like a nut. <laughs> That's like a dad joke. Yikes. Oh my lord! I had no. So I was on the radio. Oh, well, we already talked about that earlier this week. But um, that's uh, Svac always does a, a ten o'clock tickle, 
and he plays a funny song, and so it's usually Weird Al or something like that. So he had My Bologna on the other day or Cletus T. Judd or something. And I didn't really want to – I know how to do it, but under pressure I wasn't just dead positive that I was going to get it done in time uh, and done the right way. So I, I decided I was going to do it differently. So my 10 o'clock tickle was telling dad jokes about snow. Okay, so let's move on from that. <laughs> so you're saying I, I... I'm just saying that's not fair to anyone to have to listen to all that. <laughs> okay. So Myself have, included. So you're telling me we got to go into a serious topic now. Well, we don't have to go into serious, but just not well, dad jokes. here's the deal. We have to deal... Mo got caught up faster than we expected. Can we just go ahead and say that Mo pretty much is our creative director? Pretty much. She's got over half the content from today. And I hate using that word content. I hate people that podcast say, yeah, the content today. Of course it's content. Duh. Content, content, content. There. Anyway, uh, that was the dumbest you thing feel, I've done in a while. You, I almost well, felt a little Sheldon Cooper-y. I don't know if it's the dumbest thing you've done in a while, but it, was, it wasn't oh, smart. Oh, sh- shut up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it was funny. Uh, our good buddy Bob Speck from the New Hampton Tribune. And, uh, that uh, would be Bob Fenske's from the New Hampton Tribune, not Bob <laughs> Bob Fenske from the New Hampton Tribune. Sorry about that, Bob. Well, sorry to both Bobs, I guess. You know, I really it would be it's unfair. It's like office to... space. The Bobs are coming in. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Bob Fenske from the Tri- Tribune stopped in at conferences on Thursday night, and uh, we talked about a few different things. He goes, you know, I listened to that last episode. He goes, I laughed through the whole thing. He goes, because I've watched enough football games at your house with you and your wife now. Not only can I understand what your wife's saying, but I can completely interpret the uh gestures and hand movements and the looks she's giving you yes my face needs some deliverance because i just give that away deliverance ding 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 <laughs> no you want banjos too or no, what no but I, i've heard more than once I, I mean frankly i know this about myself um my Your mouth looks could kill my my mouth will be silent but my face will give it away a hundred percent yeah you can't don't play poker with lisa I actually do play poker with Lisa. Lisa, don't play poker with my money. Why? Because you will lose. Well, yeah, there's a reason we don't ask you to play euchre with us, though. Why? Because you can't handle it. What do you mean? And it's not even a face. What do you mean? It's not even a face card game. What do you mean? Um, hey, what's Trump? Jason, you called it. Uh, no, that's not true. I don't do that. You No, you are the type I, that bids and gets one trick or gets skunked. So so you should love to play Euchre with I know, me. but you get mad Remember? at me because I'm like, no, I'm not going to be Jason's partner. You are never my partner. Because You Lee, would rather, what? Lee is always my partner. Who? Cousin You're, Lee? Yeah. Oh, well, now I've got to tag him. Yeah. Well, hopefully he's listening. Cousin Lee, we're talking about you. He knows. He knows. <laughs> yeah. No, we, uh, we, do, we do like to play cards every once in a while. Yeah, in high school, in the summer, pretty much every night, I'd play a softball game, and we'd come over to your house, and we'd play cards for two hours. Pretty much. It was... Constant. That was good for one summer. And it no, I guess it was me, two summers. And it reminded me of something else. Today we were at Fairway and you picked up wheat thins. Oh, and that yeah. is one of my memories of your mom and dad's house. Really? Because that was when one I was of my memories school. of my grandma Rude's house. Well, there you go. But your mom always had wheat thins. Did she really? Yes, always. Really? And You know, I always <laughs> thought like cheese and crackers were like Ritz or something like that. No, we had wheat thins and cheese. And let me tell you, that was good. Never saw that coming. So thanks, Carl. Okay, we're going to get Carl on the line here. Uh, Hopefully because, she's available. Well, she's always available for us because I'm her favorite son on days that end in Y. That was a stretch. Okay, so maybe I'm the second favorite son. But anyway, we're going to see if we can get Carl on the phone here. Hello? Is it dialing? Hello? Oh, hey, Mom. Sorry about that. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. What are you doing? 
Um, you're Hi. on the uh, podcast. I am. You are. Um, hang on a second. Can you hear me? I can. Oh, you can hear me. Okay, I can hear you. I'm not sure why I can't get it to go. Well, anyway, uh, here's what we'll do. All right. Um, Lisa, grab a set of headphones, and we'll talk to my mom for a little bit here, because, you know, that's okay, what we do. Just, just don't rush me. Well, I'm not rushing you. So how you doing, Mom? I'm doing great. Oh, excellent, excellent. What you been doing today? Uh, went to work this morning. Well, it's Saturday. Yeah, it, it, we're recording on a Saturday, by the way. Yes. Yeah, can you believe that? It's not a Sunday. Of course, last time was a Wednesday. Oh, look, there's Lisa. She's got to share my mic, though. She can't talk into her own mic. That's ridiculous. No, it's not. It's just it's the way it's set up. So what's what's new, Mom? What's new? Yeah. You know what? I just got out in from outside playing in the snow. It's amazing how people change the way they talk when they know they're on the air. It's hilarious. <laughs> I agree. Hey, I got a question for you, Kari. Yeah. So we were just reminiscing about how, um, like, during our high school years, especially during the summer, but, like, I'd have a softball game that night, and then myself, Jason, obviously, and then Talked all of our, into the mic. All of our friends would come over to your house and play cards for, like, two hours. Yeah. And... The only reason I thought about this today is because we were at Fairway and we bought wheat thins. And that's one of just my lasting memories of your house is you always had wheat thins. Mm -hmm. And I always thought like cheese and crackers was uh, Ritz and cheese. But no, you introduced us to wheat thins and cheese and we've never been the same. Absolutely. And I'm sure they were, you know, healthier for sure. Oh, reduced fat for sure. Hey, that's what I got. Do you have any wheat thins at the house right now? Do you still have your regular wheat thin stock, or do you have you kind of moved on? You know, I have moved on. Okay. What, what's your go? What's your go to now? Our go to now is you know I can't remember. I gotta go look in the cupboard. No. What do you buy every single time you go to Fairway? What do I buy everything? When no, I, no, no. Just Fairway? like that snack that you buy every time. Every time, probably the the little round chips, the bite sized white corn tortilla chips. Oh, yeah. Good call. Good call. Yeah, you know, for salsa. What can you say? Yeah. Do you make your own salsa? I do make my own salsa. Is your salsa better than my salsa? My salsa is better than your salsa. What do you think, Lisa? You can break the I'm going to just go ahead and stay. I'm going to recuse myself from this. Oh, I'm going to play a little Jeff Sessions on this. Oh. (laughs) Hey, Mom, I I promised uh, that, well, so you said I couldn't talk about poop on the show anymore, so we're trying not to do that this time. Well, that would be great. That would, you know, it's a mother's prerogative to hope that her her son has something intellectual on the show and not. No, wait a second, wait a second. So you're telling me that I can't because I'm your son, but Lisa could talk about it since she's not your son. Uh, if she listens, she knows that I was trying to get out of that conversation. It just didn't go well. She really was. And for the record, Lisa can talk about whatever she wants because I trust her. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, thank you so much, Cardog. No, I'm kidding, you know. Nah, no, you're not kidding, but I get and it. And I know, and we both get it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up for the afternoon? Um, Wait, did you do your much. Fairway Walmart run already? Uh, no, I worked this morning, but I did do Fairway at 7.30, and you know what's amazing? There's nobody at Fairway at 7.30. Isn't I need it to fantastic? Do more often. Yes, yes. Stock boys and me, that is it. Nice. Well, you don't get all the old people looking for three loaves of bread and a, a, a brick of cheese, and you don't get all the other ones that are just don't want to get up yet. So the old people, are you talking about me? Because I no, we already talked about you being old. You missed that already. Yeah, you'll. you'll <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah, I didn't. Nope, I was trying to save that, by the way. Man. Also, you were saying you were to save that. Well, I was trying to. 
You'll just have to listen later. You, you won't I, understand, but I, I was trying to not call you old. No, she'll understand when she listens to it. She doesn't understand right now. All right. Anyway. Hey. All right. So, uh, Mother, um, give us a joke. Oh, I, I don't do jokes. <laughs> well, then why is the, we're always laughing when we're at your house? Because that's just you're laughing at me most of the time. Oh, so with you, with you, we're laughing with, with you. Yes, oh, yes. Sure. So Thank you're you. saying we just got to keep talking, and something will come up. Yes. Ah, okay, fair enough. Well, good deal. Well, we appreciate you joining us here. We I know we put you on the spot, but uh, you know it, it, it's just fun to do that to you. Oh, yeah, yes. Fun for you or fun for me? It's fun for us. That's what we're concerned about here. There you go. Well, next time I'll be prepared with a joke. You'll never be fully prepared. I'm just gonna throw that out. They're pretty right That's now. probably true. Next time I just won't answer my phone. <laughs> hey, what should we talk about tonight or today? What, what should you guys talk about? Well, you can, today? Yeah, you're on the show. At least I can do a story of bone and tell us, you can give, give us a topic you want us to discuss. I think that you need to put your daughter on reading the honky donkey. Okay, first of all, it's the wonky donkey. The wonky donkey. <laughs> but I think honky is in it at some point as well. It is. It, is. it, is. it, it, it absolutely is. is. I think that's that part about country book. music or something. But yes, it, it is a comical be. book, and she does like it. And we're not going to do that today because she's at home and we're in the studio today. Oh, I wonder because I didn't I didn't recognize the phone. I almost didn't answer. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for doing that. But now you know yeah. that's that's you're probably going to be me. Oh, next uh-huh. time I'm going to do that and call me like, hello. There is no problem with your credit card, but I would like to offer you an increased credit limit to $25,000. Better yet, we're going to offer you a trip, or you have been selected for a trip to Antarctica. Do you have permanent siding on your house? Right. Yeah, we do. Have you replaced your eave troughs in the last two years? No, we haven't. So you're saying you don't like the robocalls either? Uh, I I get very few of them, and really the only reason I answered this one right now is because it said New Hampton. I thought, huh, Interesting. could be somebody. Who could this be? It was who me. Could this be? Yeah, we did, I could have. I could have given you a heads up, but that's not as much fun. Nah, that's all right. It's the only thing that would have made it better is if we'd caught her in the grocery store. <laughs> that's okay dad called me once i called him right i could back be a little road rager at the grocery store right get out of my way karen yeah i know <laughs> susan they have two yeah. susan that's a good deal i just want that you can't go wrong got a coupon for that <laughs> a coupon yeah i yeah I, I gave up coupons well you know that'll that'll happen but don't you don't you use do you have the fairway app or whatever it is or do you have um I bought I, I bought I it bought, yeah I used to but that's a pain in the neck yeah see I've been thinking about doing that myself and I'm I feel like I'm gonna need a full-on tutorial before that happens fairway actually you know has what an app, though. standing there staring at your phone in the aisle at fairway is worse than what we talked about before what did we talk about before old people <laughs> Can someone answer me this, though? So when does everyone go to the grocery store? Like normal working people, when do they all go? Saturdays, right? Whenever I'm at the grocery store is when everybody else goes to the grocery store, right? Okay? Right, but typically everyone goes on Saturday, am I right? I would, yeah. Probably. So here's what I don't understand. So the folks that are retired and probably have been retired for at least 10 years, we're talking 70-some-year-old, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Everyone goes at, like, between 10 and 1, am I right? Okay, so you know that they've been up since 5 or earlier, yeah. right? Yes. So yeah. they could have got this done at 7.36 and been shopping with Kari. 
Exactly. But no, they wait to go until 10. And you know what they do? They pay with exact change. And that's when Lisa's there and she hates it. it. I've got that. I I know there's a penny in here somewhere. Oh, yeah. You know, I was at bingo the other day. Just stop here. Just put it on my card. I don't even care. Yeah, exactly. All right. um, It it, it can be painful, but... Yep, um, and the price of prunes is always going up, I hear, so... That's exactly. They they call that purple gold? Sure. Something like that. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Uh, there's milk of magnesia, and then there's milk of memory, or whatever. I don't know. I don't I'm know. Not quite there. Milk of amnesia. <laughs> I think that's called too much alcohol. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, all right. <clears throat> not this. <laughs> not that any one of us really knows about that. But. All right, mom. Well, we appreciate you joining us on the on. No, I almost said the sports zone. Not on. Don't talk to me rudely. Uh, we'll we'll be sure to drop in on your life another time when you're not ready for it. No problem. Thanks for the call. All right. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Bye. See you, bye. All righty, folks. That was the car dog. You having a hard time hearing me or what? Oh. Oh, oh, we're taking the headphones off. Okay. All right. Anyway, yeah, that was the Kari. Uh, It was only appropriate to bring her in at least some point. Uh, She's been a pretty big influence on this show, at least at different times. But, yeah. So that's car dog. That's my mom. What do you think? I think she was like, I don't really know what to say at this point. <laughs> and I, I can't say that I blame her. A cold call. No, we completely cut. We gave her no we should, That should be a next segment. If you'd just like, like to make a call, check out her contact list. Like, randomly call somebody to see this if they... This is who we're going to call. <laughs> we could do that. Absolutely. If, if you, you are like a... a yeah, well, there's some people in my contact and list and I can't do that to, though. That's why. Sorry about that, folks. We, uh, <laughs> I, f- I turned off the wrong switch. Yeah. Can't take me anywhere. Anyway, I'm sure that blasted you out a little bit. Um, it's cool. Yeah. The phone's off now, so life is good. All right. But so, anyway, that. What? We're going to have to, like, start crank calling people. And it'll work because if we're using this phone here, they won't know it's us. Okay. But then, yeah, we could do that. We could potentially do that. We might have to do one of those. We could call Mo. Well, now she knows we're going to call her. Well, we won't do it on the next episode, but and she won't know which phone it is, although it is kind of a giveaway. Yeah. That's okay. Tell you what, let's take a quick break here. We'll hear from our sponsor. We'll come back with more Don't Talk to Me Rudely right after this. Okay? We'll be back. And we are back on Don't Talk to Me Rudely. Lisa and I joining you here in the studio. We've gotten a, a little bit better as far as put ourselves back together after our crank call to my mother. That uh, she was not expecting, but that's okay. Uh, it's always fun when you can prank call your mom. Right. Right. All right. So we've got a couple different topics we're going to talk about today. Let's let's start off with one of the more serious ones. Um, I listened to a podcast called uh, The Washed Up Walk-Ons. It's about Iowa football. Um, it's three guys that used to be our former walk-ons at the University of Iowa. Um, three of the four, or two of the three, excuse me, went on to play Fairly extensively, one was a long snapper, um, another one was a linebacker, and another one was a fullback. Uh, but anyway, they got into the issue of college path athletes and whether or not they should be paid. I'm curious what you think on this, Lisa, because I know how I stand on it, um, and I'm just curious what you think. I, I don't really know where I fall, to be honest with you. I think... So I actually, now that you mentioned that, so I was reading an article recently about Louisville women's basketball. Okay. Um, 
they're packing the house, and they're a very, very good team this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they truly selling out? The, 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 the I don't stadium? know if they're selling out, but they're close. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the, the article was more like their program mm-hmm. is still losing money. Because? Because between... So your ticket prices are probably cheaper. Right. Uh, but they still have a lot of the similar expenses that a men's program would have. Well, they're going to have almost all the same, I would think. Right. Um, but I, I honestly don't know. So I guess the, the, the encouraging thing for me was, and I don't know if it was the AD, the president or whatever, that said, I don't really care. And we're not going to raise ticket prices because that's not going to help anything. That, that takes people away from the game. Um, he said it's so much more economical for a, f- a whole family to come to a game. Oh, absolutely. And enjoy it. The team's doing well. And obviously with their other uh, programs, men's programs, um, the revenue is still there. Now, Louisville is kind of a, a different case right now because they've been, a lot, been in a lot of turmoil between the Rick Pitino scandal, the Adidas thing, all of that. Right. Um, but I think... But I thought it was cool to hear him say, no, taking that program away or making changes to that program. No, we're just going to keep running. It's not right. like they're, they're going bankrupt. They're, the department or that program right. in particular, no, they're not bringing in money. Here's the thing. But that's not what their bell cow is going to be. No, and here, here's the deal. And we're, we're, we're really going down two, two streets here that are kind of intertwined. One is whether or not college athletes should be paid. And the other one is women's sports and where they're headed and how they're treated in the college level and, and on the pro level to that, that extent. Um, this is probably going to get disjointed. So, so strap in, hold tight, and, and pay attention closely if you can. Here's my, my, my deal. I'm going to start off on, the, on whether or not college athletes should be paid. Do I think college athletes should be paid? Yeah, I do. Um, I've known some athletes. I mean, everybody assumes that just because a kid goes to college to play a sport, they're getting a full-ride scholarship. And the fact of the matter is, in most cases, they're not getting a full-ride. D1 football, yeah, there's a lot of full-rides there. Why, though? Because who is is backing that? They're called boosters. Mm Mm-hmm. And boosters will give a lot of money to the things that they want, which now we get into the same, which is where we start kind of crossing over um, th- that bridge into women's sports and, and basically non, non-Olympic sports, essentially, to an extent. Um, what are your bell cows? What are the true bell cows? Football. And? Basketball. Men's right. basketball. In Iowa, you can throw in wrestling. Yeah. And even that is not perfect. Um, but I mean, that's that's basically what you got. Foot, your football program had better be profitable because it's going to be pulling the weight for everybody, because that is the money sport right now. Yeah. Now it's not. Well, just, and I think that's why you see the hirings and firings in two oh, or three year times because they have to win. That's their money. Right now, here's the thing. People will say, "Well, wait a second. Is there going to be advantages in recruiting by paying the athletes?" Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you can set caps on it, but even that, here's the deal. You've got maybe 30 universities across the country that are truly able to fully self-sustain a sports program or an athletics program through the revenues created by their teams, which is generally speaking going to be 
85%, well, 80% their football team, 15% their basketball team, somewhere in there. I don't know. I'm just throwing numbers out there. And the rest is whatever they can get off of whatever else they, they have. But I mean, the fact, what I, so where am I going with this? Uh, first off, you run into the tier system. Secondly, what about the 100 other schools that can't afford this as it is right now? You know, so then you can say, well, it goes to the NCAA because they're making billions of dollars. Well, that is true. But what is that billions of dollars getting spent on? Now, I know that executives make a lot of money, but where's the rest of the money going, I guess? I don't know. What do you, uh, paying athletes, in theory, is great. But here's the other thing. You will have to get people to admit and recognize and treat college sports as the business that it is. Yeah, it's absolutely a business. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I am really torn about this. I just, and maybe it's because I just don't like it that it is a business, even though I know it is. Nobody likes it. Everybody likes this idea of sports are pure because it, we can relate to sports, right? You and I played sports. You played softball in college. I played, I participated in football a little in college. We've been around sports our entire life. And we know what it should be because we played it for fun, Right. Right. But the higher you advance, the more it is business. And it's, I mean, yeah, it's still fun. But when we identify as a fan, and this is, this is the disconnect. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the last episode. Here's the disconnect. What we perceive sports to be and, and our relationship with sports and what we, our expectations of a, a pro athlete or a college athlete's relationship with sports is very different from what they are really dealing with. And us as a fan can't understand that. At least I don't think we can. Not, okay. not, do you understand what I'm getting at? No, I don't. So what I'm getting at is you and I connect with sports on the fun level. It should mean something. So you hear the, the, the fan that complains about the athlete that isn't crying after a loss or isn't or seems like you know they can still be human after a loss and, and can just kind of move past that. You know, it, 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 and they say, the fans say, well, they're not dedicated. They don't show enough emotion. Yeah, okay, I get what you're going That's with. what I'm getting at. It's a different level of connection to the two sports when you get to those levels. Fans can't understand that. And they're gonna, if, if we're going to do what probably should be done in sports, we're, we're going to have to understand that, I think. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. But So let, let's back it up a step further then. Okay, so we're going to start paying our college athletes. Yep. So the question is how much? Yeah, but let's 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 take that another step. Okay. How does that change the AAU circuit, the high school landscape? Oh, I know. AAU is destroying high school sports right now. Because AAU is set up for the premier athlete that's trying to get recruited and you got to have four or five other people in a basketball court or volleyball court or whatever around them. Yeah, and I I used and to think everyone- that AAU was an elite thing, but like around here it's not. It's just everyone. No, it still is. But it's about showcasing one kid and making the other ones believe that they got a chance. Because if you believe you got a chance, you'll spend the money on it on 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 the on AAU or whatever the the sport is. Seriously. I don't know. Do the research. I'm serious on that. But I mean that's the thing is when you look at an AAU team or whatever, well, you're right. I get what you're saying. You're saying around here all you got to do is pay your hundred bucks, and you're and on then, a traveling team. Okay, I get what you're saying, but the purpose of AAU is still about the yes. elite athlete. Yes. So you go to a tournament, you're going to find six people at that tournament 
that, that probably have a legit shot of advancing, and you're going to find 150 that don't. Yeah. But here's the thing. There's 150 kids that paid $100 per family to get onto the team or to get into that tournament or whatever. So 150 times $100, that's $1,500 right there that just came in. But youth sports is about money. I know. It's about the, money. I know. And sports I'm not, in general I'm not is about being money. a great conversationalist right now because it just, I honestly, it just bothers me. It does. It bothers me too. The problem is how do you fix it? And I don't know how. Because basically you're, you're talking about a cultural change. You're going to have to convince people to, to go, basically go backwards. And that's not the nature of things in general. We don't, as a society, like to go backwards, do we? No. Yeah, and I, I think the bigger, th- I don't know. Like, I think I said this last episode is we all have inflated views of our kids. And I guess my, my heart would lie with, you know, just what are the general odds? Less than 5%, depending <sighs> on the sport, and less than 3%. I know where you're going with this. Uh, you know, and... Of, of whether or not you're going to make it to the pros. Yeah. Or just even to get a scholarship. Yeah. And so, and again, so then what happens after that? Okay, you didn't. You didn't get a scholarship. Mm-hmm. You didn't make it to the next level. I, I didn't. Right. Um, and now I talk to you on a podcast. <laughs> we are <laughs> living the dream. Hey, I, you did get a scholarship. I did. And are you playing pro ball? Nope, sure not. Mm-mm. And you know what? Paige Lowry, who is a former pitcher at Oklahoma, and national champion pitcher, went through her ups and downs to get to that point. She played pro ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce Harper for the uh, just signed a deal with I think the Phillies mm-hmm. for three hundred thirty million. Thirteen years, three thirty. Yeah, his per game. His, she in one. In, in, what was the deal? I think it was in a, her entire career. She will not make as much money as he will playing one game. Mm-hmm. And something to the effect of in one season she won't make as much money as he will in one at bat. That's yeah. That's that- crazy. You know, and he was so that it was pointed out by another. I mean, there was a whole thread. It was it's on Twitter. Follow her. She's got some really good stuff. Paige Lowry. Um, she was talking about how when she is done with her professional career, she will have to get a job to be able to continue to to provide for Support herself. Support herself. Yeah. Where m- many, I won't say most, but I'll say many pro athletes, the elite ones at least, and especially in the big money sports. They retire and they don't necessarily have to work. A lot of them do. Yeah. Because they need something to fill their time. Well, and because once you've made money, it's nice to continue to keep that, you know. But, and let's face it, not every pro athlete is going to have, have generational wealth after their career. Right. Yeah. You look at a minor league baseball player, they're not making that much money. No. And they have a grueling life. While they do. They do. And they're, they're pro athletes. Right. But they're not doing that, you know, and, and that, yeah. Here's the deal, and this is where we get back into a lot of it. Why is that? Why is it that uh, a, a woman who's going to play professional softball is not going to be able to have, you know, and, and probably is going to be a star in her sport, still is not going to have life-changing money? And somebody who is maybe even a mid-level player is going to sign a, a, a contract for, say, $6 million over yeah. the course of four three years. Three years, 10 Three, four million. years. Yeah. That's life-changing money. You can live on that. Yeah. Why is it fair? Or it's not even why is it fair. I think why we all know happening? it's not fair. Why is it happening though? Here and that's where it lies. I think some of it is um, marketing. It's all marketing. Yeah, I know, but I think every last bit of it. Yeah. So I think if we get, 
If we can get to the point where we have the right sponsors really attacking this, that would be huge. Okay, but here's the thing. We live we live in a country that that is built on capitalism. You've got a huge sect of the country that believes in capitalism. Um are we just going to say to Nike, okay, we don't want you to sponsor football so much anymore. We want you to turn all your attention to this other sports that they've got. I, I'm, what I'm saying is why can't we do both? Okay, so who's going to invest their money unless they know they're going to get a return? Uh, I don't know. That's my point. <laughs> Me? That's the, no, that's the problem, though. If you, know, you look at the Super Bowl, why are there millions of dollars uh, invested in Super Bowl advertising? Because you're going to have an audience of over 100 million, maybe even, maybe 200 million people seeing your product. Maybe more than that worldwide. Why are you not getting the same thing for Women's College World Series? Because you're going to have an audience of 300 million, maybe? 300 million? No, excuse me, 30 million. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I get the economics part of it. But someone has to promote it. I get that. I get that. That's the problem we have. You've got, you're talking about, we're not talking about apples versus oranges here. We're talking about extremely well-established sports that have extremely well-established marketing and fan bases. And you've got these other ones that are trying to come through, you know? And and so that's why I look at, at, I mean, women's basketball versus men's basketball, it, it doesn't get traction. I'm not saying it can't, but what is women's basketball going to bring to the table that's going to say, hey, this is a better better product to watch, which in turn is going to get more viewers, which in turn is going to have more people wanting to buy more expensive advertising to watch women's basketball over men's. And I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm trying to look at it from an economic standpoint. What is going to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I just, they're different athletes. They're different. I know. I mean, it's almost like a totally different. I don't ever. I don't know. They're they're not the same. Exactly. And I think it's it's okay to differentiate the two. But how? Right. right. Don't interrupt me. I'm sorry. But how do we get? How do we get the untrained eye to understand that they are watching something different and to appreciate it for what it is? I won't disagree with you at all. There. Okay. No, you're absolutely right. And that and really that is the key. Therein lies the key. And I have said. I've said it, I think, on this podcast once, and I've said it on my sports show many times. I truly believe that the Women's College World Series and women's softball has the potential to do that. They've got all the action. In fact, sometimes more action than a baseball game, and they can do it in, a, in two-thirds of the time if they don't allow pitchers to go take forever and if they don't allow commercials to slow everything down. You're going to have commercials regardless. Right. There's ways to combat that, though. But I, you know, like I said, and you say pitchers and batters have earned the opportunity to take forever and a darn day uh, between pitches. But but I don't think that's the key, the key um, eliminator between why it for me anyway. It's more interesting to watch college softball on TV versus college baseball. I know they are really two very extremely different sports. The, so I, yeah, think but, but, that's, I think that's why it's growing on ESPN because it, I think people are starting to realize that it, it really is nothing like baseball other than the diamond, you know? Yes and no. But that's the thing. To the casual fan, it is the same. To the casual fan. 
And that's the thing. The demo, the key demographics are not your hardcore fans. They're going to be there regardless. It's getting the casual fan and trying to convert them into the hardcore fan. That's what I see about it. And disagree with me all you want. I don't, uh, I, I don't know. Here, here's what I think. If we, women are going to have to do truly something absolutely spectacular athletically right. if we're going to keep comparing men's sports to women's sports. In the meantime, we're missing that. We're, in the meantime, we're missing out. All of the really good female athletes that are out there now have been out there in the past. Right. Because we're looking for, you know, alley-oops in a basketball term. We're, that, that's not what they do. But that's the thing. I get what you're saying. But the, you're, if we were tar- starting on a level playing field, I could completely agree with you and, and go with that. But the p- fact of the matter is you're, going, you're fighting against a previ- previously established standard and that that that's what you're fighting. So you may not want to be have to be able. You may not want to have to compare those two against each other. But the fact of the matter is, you have to compare those against each other because that's where the the marketing and the money is coming is going right now. Am I making any sense? Uh, it makes sense. It's just that I don't like it. Oh, I, I don't either. And uh, the other problem is. First of all, women were not allowed to participate for how many years? Uh, women's sports, relatively speaking, right. are new. I agree. Okay, so someone at one point made the decision that, no, we're not going to let women do this. We're, we're going to promote for men. Let's watch men do this. Oh, that would go back to the founding of the country. Right. You go back to the Puritans. Right. And you go back to the yeah. pilgrims. Just excuse me while I go be submissive. Pardon me. Well, yeah. that's, well what, you know, honestly, it goes back to European <sighs> structure. That was that, the way that, it was. I can't unpack that today. I've got way too many. Well, we don't. We don't well, it. we don't even have to unpack it because it it happened. We know that. We know that we're dealing with something here that's that's three, four, five hundred years old, and there's been yes, there's been big progress made. I don't disagree with you, but how do you get to the point where now now it's not just about writing a law saying, you know, you know, women can vote was huge, 1919, 19th Amendment that was huge. But now we're talking about how do you equalize this out, and you're talking about free markets. How do you balance a free market? You can't write a law to do that. You can't say, well, right. people can only buy sponsorships in, in this. And that's, like I said, I think, honestly, the fact that we're talking about this and bringing awareness to it is, is big. And I think continuing to promote women's sports for what it is is, is, is a big key. You're absolutely right there. I don't know. What you final thoughts on this? I, I don't know. I think just the sports industry entertainment industry, I guess I should call it. It is entertainment industry. I just think it's off base and out of hand. It right now I get I, that. I, but, listen. But you're still talking about what people will watch. Go ahead. I I know that myself, I am not doing into the to anything to help that problem. When I go to Shields and buy a Packers shirt, Packers hat, all that's that is perpetuating the problem as I stated. Right. Okay. So I just I get it. There's so much value in these. I mean, you're talking about franchises worth billions of dollars. Right. So where do you put? I mean, where do you put that money? Back into your you, right, players. You pay it out, and I'm not saying the players don't deserve that cut of it. Are you saying that it should go to somebody? Else? So you're, you're no, no. What I'm saying is, I think we're putting a lot of stock in that, and and 
And I don't know. I guess we all spend money to that? enjoy our lives. Whether it's you, you pay thousand dollars to go to Vail skiing, whatever. I, I mean, I don't know. I just don't get me wrong. I'm a biggest, as big of a sports fan as anyone else. I just think it's, it's asinine. How much money is there? And that's great, but that's the way it is because people like you and me say, hey, let's go to Monster Jam. Hey, I want. I haven't been to Green Bay in a long time. Let's go to a game, and we spent uh, $250 per ticket to, because somebody named Greg won't sit in the in the cheap seat seats anymore. I know, and I'm not, ar- no I'm offense, not disagreeing Dad. with you. I'm just saying it's... But, but the fix, like I said, the fix isn't simply saying, well, you should spend your money over here. You can't do that. That's, that's socialism. No, I know. And I'm oh, not... my God, we don't even want to go there, do we? No. And I'm not saying that's what should happen. I, they have, yes, they have to put that back into their players. That's what it sells their product for them. Right. I, I understand that. You're looking at it and saying, how did we get to the point that we're spending How did we get here? Yeah. Because you and I are willing to spend $250, $300 to sit in uh, indoor club because there's wider seats and because people are willing to spend $3,000 to get a seat license per seat uh, so they can have season tickets to the Minnesota Vikings or because people are willing to spend $150 on an authentic game-used jersey to wear to their game so they can dress like the guy that they, they love. That's why. Because Budweiser is willing to spend $350 million in advertising through a season. Uh, to, to, to advertise on uh, at the NFL. It's because another company is willing to spend $15 million to become the exclusive oil supply or the exclusive, exclusive oil company of NASCAR right. or whatever. That's why. Because the money's there. Because people are willing to say, hey, that's a product that I can jump on board with. So again, I still come back to the fact that how do you take the sports whether it's women's sports or whether it's the Olympic sports or something else, how do you make them competitive? And I don't know if, it, if it's possible. I'm sure it is. But how do you make it competitive? Well, you have to find something different. And that's Facebook was something different. That's, that, that's my hot take on it, I guess. I don't know. It, it's, it's frustrating, and I'm glad Paige Lowry tweeted that out. I am I really too. Am. I am too. And I'm not upset about any... I'm upset that we can't fix this easier. But I, I, I think the issue is capitalism in general. And I'm not saying become socialist. But I am saying that you're not going to... We can't... I don't, I don't know how to legislate this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. All right. I guess we, we started talking about how college athletes should be paid. Do we have anything on that? No. I'm, I'm done with it. Okay. To be very honest. All right. So we'll, we will move on. Um, our good friend, good discussion, Lisa. I'm not going to lie. It was good. Well, you're, it was, I can see was, you're frustrated. It was mainly just you talking, but okay. Well, how do you... Oh, you're mad at me about that? I'm not mad at you. Stop interrupting me. Okay. I'm sorry. You should see the look I'm getting right now. I, they can all feel it, I'm certain. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, you can cut the tension with a knife in here. Let's move it on to... Moe's got some questions for us. Okay. Are you ready for this? No, but okay. Okay. Well, so let's start with some marketing stuff. Uh, we're kind of curious if Mo is doing market research on us and trying to find out <laughs> what. Are family. we a Nielsen family right now? Well, if that's the case, we should be getting mo- paid a lot more. Right. <laughs> uh, she wants to know if we're a Coke or Pepsi family. You probably have feelings on it. I am both, as long as it's regular. Don't feed me diet anything. Yeah, I, I we've been a Pepsi. I was always a Pepsi family growing up. Um. Quite well, <laughs> frankly, I drink a lot of Dr. Diet Dr. Pepper, um, but no, I would still identify as Pepsi over Coke. 
Funny story about that. We always had to ask permission for a pop growing up. Well, so did I. Interesting. I know. Okay. Um, I don't know why and you it say was, that. It but. was mostly refused. So if we, you know, were out helping dad or whatever for hours on a time, we'd come in, you know what, it sounds good, a pop. And then be like, yeah. So the big treat for us growing up was if mom and dad would go somewhere, um, they would make a supper. Uh, we would be in charge of the dishes. And as a treat, and I had two sisters, we got to split a can of, a can, not a bottle, not a two liter. We got to split a can of pop three ways. And we so looked forward to that day. You got four ounces each. <laughs> Here, here's your two drops of Mountain Dew. Yes. Enjoy uh, the heck yeah. out of that, honey. Holy Honestly, God. growing up when we had pop in the house, it was Mountain Dew. My dad was a Mountain Dew drinker. Okay. But not not like obsessive Mountain Dew drinker. But if right. we always had pop in the house, and it was always in the basement, but that's what it was. Well, there's always pop there now, but it's more for the guests. Like yeah. uh, Now we're guests. We yeah. Can get pop, you can get a pop at your house, parents' house, whatever you want now. Yeah. How does that feel? Good. Oh, <laughs> but you know what was the best? And I, I know my mom absolutely has to know that I did this. So... Somewhat of an embarrassing story is I had a Ertl farm set, and I don't even know what scale it is. Probably one sixty fourth. It was massive, right. huge. Still is. Yeah, it's all in my attic right now, and right. there's parts of it that Landon is slowly destroying. And I reamed him about that you not did. long ago. Yeah, you did. This was mine growing up, and you're going to take care of it. Yeah, okay? exactly. And secretly, I wish he was a little more into it, but he's in the Monster Jam thing now, and I'm cool with that. But anyway, I had this massive, massive farm set. And every Christmas, I got another piece for this farm set. Uh, it was set up in our basement. My dad made a plywood table for me, a 4 by 8 sheet. Mm-hmm. And it might have even been bigger than that. It might have even been a 12-footer. But anyways, um, he set that up in the basement. And so I got to sprawl out my whole farm set, every single piece. I had the John Deere store. I had the rodeo set. I had the horse stable, all of it. Um, and I also had silos and harvesters. Let me guess. So uh, the basement also housed the pop fridge, mm-hmm. which also doubled as the vaccine fridge for all the pig medicine. Mm-hmm. So like our, our neighbor, Kari Nelson would come over and, uh, we would split a pop or something like that. And she's like, yeah, this tastes like the vet, <laughs> you know, cause it, that can smells, right? Oh yeah. Any, anyways. But I did find that the harvesters and the silos were really good spots to put your empty cans if you couldn't, um, if you couldn't dispose of them. So you'd sneak one. Oh yes. And then you'd hide them under there. Yes. Until when? And then mom would go to the store or something. And I'd bring them up and put. We kept a little flat in the garage with all of our empty cans. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure she busted me more than once. I don't really remember it, but come on, a silo that's perfect. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's. It doesn't get that's how much of a rebel rouser I was. Oh, my gosh. I know. Look at Lisa. Whew. Look at Lisa. All right. She also wants to know if we're a camping family. Camping for me. We've been camping. Not with the kids. Not with the kids. But the kids have gone camping with other people. Yes. You and I have gone camping we, once or twice. And by camping nowadays, it means like we know someone who's camping at a campground near us and we go visit them and then we go home. That was always my camping. That's true. Tom and Lisa Buckman would come to Decor Campground. We would go out there during the day, come 10, 30, 11 o'clock, whenever we were done telling stories around the fire, which seemed endless, which was, I loved it. We'd go back in, sleep in town, take a shower, come back out about 9, 9 30 in the morning. We got back up. It was awesome. Yeah. Growing up, we actually went camping a lot. 
My dad used to get the the camper that goes on the uh, bed of your truck, that mm-hmm. over the cab one. Mm-hmm. And the best part is, if we were going wherever, like the three of us, three girls, we would um, we would be in the camper while we're driving. So we were laying out that um, on the top. Oh boy! Yeah, over the cab, watching it all go down. Waiting Except for in the a later duck to years, fly through the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> Except in the later years when they made that part pop up, so it was condensed down so you couldn't lay up there while you were riding but no we went camping we used to go to robert's lake in minnesota every year in august uh like the sunday of nordic fest so mm-hmm. last sunday in july sure we would go uh we would leave that day and we'd stay for a week up at robert's lake in Fairbolt, minnesota and we went with several families uh, my aunt and uncle and all their kids and then just some um friends and uh we'd spend the whole week tubing skiing not me i didn't ski um just totally roughing it uh right but here's the thing i i enjoy a campfire like anyone else i hate the smell afterwards i hate it really yes there's nothing worse than coming in your house and you're like oh, it smells like campfire in here I yeah i don't mind that yeah i feel like you immediately have to wash all your clothes yeah well camping for us meant going to the lake and uh, we could have a bonfire outside. Although it seemed like the, when we used to go to the lake, we didn't have bonfires that often. I'd see this. They had a huge pit. This is, of course, Lee, Landon calls it Lee's Lake. And I think Riley might too. Um, it's uh, Lake Arbutus up by Neil. Well, not Neil. It's like halfway between Nielsville and Black River Falls, Wisconsin, in a place called Hatfield. There's probably 50 people there right now and 5,000 people there in the summer. And it's really, really starting to blow up. There's a lot of like Chicago people that have built there big houses big big houses i mean like my so my great uncle uh gerald who passed away back in 2003 i think it was you were around for that one mm-hmm. i don't think you went to the funeral though no no um but anyway uh he built this as an investment property he was a, a very uncanny investor uh and it, it just started out as he, he always called it his cottage well it's more than just a cottage i mean it's got central air it's got like four bedrooms um, full kitchen. Well, in fairness, it's a cottage relative to everything else around there at this point. Well, now it is, yeah. But, but I, mean, I mean, it's it's, it's nice. It's, it, a it's a house. Uh, and he's one of the few places that actually has sand on their beach. Um, that's true. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that that's where we went. And so that was camping for, for me, <laughs> for the most part. And, and then, of course, there. yeah. And, of course, then Tom and Lisa, which Tom and Lisa got a camper again. And now our son goes and stays with them when they come to the campgrounds and we stay at my parents' house at night. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it, it works out pretty slowly. It, go, it comes full, full circle. What can I say? Yeah. Something uh, about bug spray and Well, you and I have just... gone camping a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, we went with Darcy and Ashley once. Yeah. To, remember that? We went to... Wakan. It was... Well, not Wakan. Dorchester. Yeah. The Upper Iowa Resort used to be Lonning's Landing mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, that was a tent job. Yeah. And I don't know how I felt about that. I don't know. I'm not a tent person. We can't, well, we camped at your, out in the, by your machine shed once, one time. In high school, didn't we? In high school. Didn't we camp with Eric? And yeah, that was up, and that's closed, Dunroman. Yep. It's closed now. Area. Yeah. And then the other, there's one other time we went camping, you and I, when we were in college in the summer, you and I went up and camped out at North Bear one North time. North Bear, yeah. Um, just because. So, yeah, no, we haven't had a lot of camping experiences. Um, so there you go, Mo. Uh, we did it by 10 only because that's all we had. Yeah. That was pretty much it. I have to say, if I go camping now. It's going to be in a trailer. Yeah, it'll a, be in, in a camper. Well, I was going to say, it's going to be in a motorhome. Um, oh, with, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Of course, we don't have that kind of money, so we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. 
And, and what people, you know, there's a lot of people who do know, but you and I used to work at the campgrounds of Decor. We did. Um, that was a good summer. We, for you, I had two summers. Remember, you didn't come back. I don't yeah. really don't understand why. I but was coaching or something. I think that was the case. But anyway, uh, I learned a lot there. And Craig, uh, Craig Hunt used to be the manager. God rest his soul. He died here. Gosh, almost 10 years ago yeah, now. it's been a while. Um, but Craig, man, the stories he told us, the things we learned from him. We had a good time. And, of course, we worked with Kari. Yeah. That summer you were there. Yeah. And she had worked there but prior to that. And, yeah. And I worked there as well the, the next summer. And, you know, we learned how to – you well, you learned how to – uh, split wood. Well, not so much the splitting of wood. No. You learned how to load wood. Yeah, you learned exactly. how to you learned how to throw wood through the the windshield or the glass. Uh, to the rear window of the, the truck. rear window of the yep. truck. Yeah, that Figure was that a good out. one. I also learned how to drive to um, to Cornwall Glass to get that said window fixed too. Yeah, and I learned how to to run over grills. And oh, I ran over someone's TV antenna. You also cut the cable on someone's no, satellite, huh? Oh, that is that same, one? Yeah. No, I drove over it. I thought you like ran over a cut. I thought you were mowing and cut the cable on the side. No, of it was a yard. It was a you know in the hideaway they had the yeah the up the real uptown campers. Oh yeah, permanent sites. And oh, the little box that uh, speaks to me is telling me I'm busy. So we got to wrap it up here. Hey, we haven't done our Monster Jam minute or our Love It or Leave It yet. Ah, that's right. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll do that after this. Okay. All right. Well, we've got a quick chance. I want to go ahead and take a, a second here to. Thank everybody that's helped us out with different things uh, with the podcast, whether it be our parents, our blitz attack phone calls, or it be our uh, uh, good friend, Meredith O'Brien, Mo, who's out there, who feeds us help all the time with ideas, um, and, and everybody else, Bob Fenske, Bob Sveck, uh, who have shared ideas and given us feedback. Uh, thank you to all you, everybody. And I know there's a lot of names we haven't mentioned. Thank you for everything. Your efforts are certainly not unnoticed. And welcome back um, to the podcast here. I had to run an ambulance call real quick, so we're back. Uh, Lisa, how you doing? Uh, game on. Game on. Hey, it is time for some Love It or Leave It, and this comes to you from Mo. Okay. Mo does, does like we said, creative manager, right? Director, if you will. Yeah. Does that mean we have to give her a cut? Uh, when we make this into a movie, yeah, I think so. Okay, fair enough. All right. Uh, love It or Leave It, we are doing the... <laughs> convenience store edition. Yeah, okay. All right, so quick star, quick trips. Uh, love it. I guess that's really our jam around here. We have many of them in Iowa, um, particularly in our neck of the woods. So I guess I really haven't had a bad experience. Uh, yeah, um, and I don't want to knock any any one of these because they all have their, their stuff. Here's the deal. Um, I'm not as big a fan as their hot food as some other places uh it's it's affordable but i just it's not my favorite i don't know i guess i don't look at convenience store in how their food supplies other than your bag of chips you you know you can knock me for what you want but this is what i do i i judge places and their food like concession stands i when i was a track coach i knew which concession stands had, had the best stuff that's Osage, really just sad Osage in had the best, itself, isn't it? Osage had the best Nacho Supreme. Although Cresco's had a pretty good one, but I didn't like the fact that they used their... It was uh, Sloppy Joe meat instead of like taco meat. But they give... Oh, they load that thing up for you. Decor had the best pizza if they had Mabes out. Well, that goes without saying. 
Um, uh, Waverly, I think, had the best hamburgers, and sometimes they did barbecue like rib sandwiches. Oh, those were good. Anyway, back to it. Um, I won't say that I'll love it or leave it. I'm going to hang it on the dry because we do use the, a lot of Quickstar. Um, but, oh, yeah. it's two blocks from our house. It is. It is. And then there's an, another bigger one out uh, by the highway. All right. Come and go. I don't have a ton of experience with come and go, although I do have some fond childhood memories. So growing up, my best friend was Kayla, and yeah. uh, she's she's probably going to be listening. So that's just, true. Just hang on. Yeah, that's you, Kayla Holthouse, uh, Fran. No, Willis. Willis. Yes. Uh, anyways, we used to go stay with her grandma just on a whim. Her grandma lived like a block and a half behind a come and go. Okay. And our big treat was well, first of all, she had a bike a skateboard, and a rope. And you can only imagine what went on at that house when we were there with those three items. Who's the horse? Horse. No horse. No horse. What if you had to be the horse if you had a rope, a skateboard, and a bike? I don't know what a horse would be. The person riding the bike would be the horse. Oh, both of us. We took turns. Okay. Okay. We wiped out around the corner many different times. How we survived those experiences is beyond me. Anyways, but and, and we did this more times than I can count, but on our, our tree it would be um, we'd have like a $5 bill. We'd go, we'd walk down to Quickstar, buy ourselves a Totino's frozen pizza, bring it back, and the three of us would share one of those. Uh, Iva was her grandma's name, and Iva was a fantastic woman, and she was always so good to us. Mm-hmm. So in the summer, because we both, both lived in the country, like I would be playing Little League during the day, and then we'd meet at Kayla's grandma's house, and uh, we'd go swimming in the afternoon every once in a while, or or that was just a, a common meetup place. So good memories there uh, as far as come and go goes. I, I don't know how many of them are still around. There's a few. There's there, one by there, Ames, there, I know. That's a bigger one. Yeah. Well, there, <laughs> I can't say what I, we call them now, or at least what right, my, let's my not. older... Let's not go there. If you're my dad, or if you happen to be Bill Irvin, listen to this, or if you're my brother, you probably know this. Uh, there's quite the name, uh, because it is a funny name, but anyway, no, I mean, come and go is just kind of a funny name anyway. But, uh, did you know that my uncle Mike Hahn used to be the manager at the decor? Come and go? I did not. Yeah, During his Luther years or what? Yeah. Maybe even shortly after that. I think he was living with my grandma Ruth at the time. Gotcha. Um, but, and we can, we can do some more research into that. We'll have to tag him and maybe he can update us yes. in the, in the comments, but yes. yeah, no, Mike was, yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, here's the next one. Casey's. I'm going to go love it. I love it. I know you love it. Do you want to know why? My debit card knows you love it. Yeah, and do you know why? Why? Their food's better. Better quality. Yeah. It's more expensive, though. That's that's the problem. We know. And I've done better. I'm on intermittent fasting now, and it's working, so I don't buy as much as I used to. And I lost five pounds in the last two weeks, so that's good. take that's that. Really good. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, no, I, I like their chicken strips. I like their, well, their pizza. Everybody their taco pizza. pizza is good. Well, any of their pizza is good. Well, I don't know about that. Actually, their flatbed pizza is really good. You are all of a sudden getting kind of snobbish about your pizza. Snobbish is not the right word. Um, <laughs> I would just say more you know open what else to really try good? different types. Their cheesy fry wedges are pretty outstanding with cheese and bacon. Yeah, the, I don't know. The concession stand type food is just not really for me. Yeah, well, it, it is for me. I, that's I, Whatever. I'm fun hater okay that was casey's i loved it you loved it what's next okay pilot i don't have a lot of experience with pilot uh they've got good food the one there's one down by okay stop if can we the can we stop talking about the food that they have do you realize how much time i end up spending on the road 
I know exactly how much time and money you spend on the road. Yeah. Remember? Join I go, remember Washington, D.C. I go out to Washington, D.C. every year with the kids on a bus. And what do I do? I On the whole way out, the whole way back. Dream about concession stand food? No. Oh. Truck stops. We stop at truck stops, honey. Dream about truck stop food? Not all the time. Oh, I don't wait. dream wait, about it. Wait, do the it. truck stops have Arby's? Some of them do. Yes. Well, no, that, those are the Indiana ones, and we've stopped at those ones when we've gone out. I've never met an Arby's I didn't like. Right, but the one Indiana truck stop we stop at is at 4.30 in the morning on the way home, and the Arby's isn't open. Plus, I tell the kids I can't get anything anyway. Fine. Because it takes too long. But, yeah, all right, so there's a pilot. Um, they have got they have like full-size New York-style pizzas at the one down in, in, in uh, uh, at Elkhorn Heights, and it's good. Riley is with us now, and she is rubbing Lisa's face with Lisa's own mitten. Anyway, <laughs> all right, how about a Wawa? I've never been to one. I was going to say, but you haven't. I've only been to one. They're kind of an East Coast thing. They're kind of neat, though. They've, they've got uh, kind of knickknacks. Oh, we have to go back to Casey's and why you, lo- why you do love them. What do Casey's oftentimes, or at least they used to oftentimes sell? The bigger sell? ones. What do they sell? Monster Jam trucks. Exactly. Yeah. I checked the one in in Spring Valley, nothing. Came yeah. up cold. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's one in Stewartville. I didn't check Well, there. and the other thing is, what the only thing they're going to have is Hot Wheels one. So once those well, are gone, they're gone. And that's exactly the situation. All right, Flying J. That's okay. Cheap gas. Okay. Their gas is usually cheaper. Oh. I don't know if that says, I don't know if there's anything with quality with that. I don't, I don't know. Probably not. I would, there's quality standards for, I think, that nationalized quality standards. Um, but yeah, uh, their gas is usually a little cheaper. Flying J. Uh, how about a Circle K? Uh, actually, Arizona has those and stopped at one when we were out there last spring. And by we, I mean you, Riley. No, you weren't there. No, I wasn't. So I'm going to say leave it because you just blew me. <laughs> yeah. I guess I, that was my only experience with one. And I, it, yeah, whatever. It was a good experience. Well, I mean, they good. had the Funyuns or whatever that I was after. Well, exactly. So. Remember when you were pregnant and craved Funyuns and then threw them up all In over fairness, the place? In fairness, I could eat Funyuns. I crave Funyuns now. Right. I don't even know that that was pregnancy related. But when you were pregnant, you would eat them, crave them, make me get them, eat them, and then puke them up. No, not so much with Funyuns. It was the uh, jalapeno cheddar Cheetos. Was it? Yes. What did you throw up on the... So let's tell the people this. Lisa threw up on the infield of Indianapolis no, Motor Speedway. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. It was in the parking lot inside the, the... Okay, fine. It was. It was on the infield. of. You, yeah, you I did. puked up. Not on the track. That would have been pretty cool. I puked there. No. That's why they crashed. But no. you did, that did happen, didn't it? Yeah, I did. And you threw up in Louisville, not Louisville. Yeah, outside of Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, we'd gone down to Fort Knox after going to the Bat Factory, and I remember you threw up in the back of the, the Suburban. Yeah. But into a bucket. But what surprised everyone, bucket. and I said, all right, hold on. There was probably six of us in the car. Yep. I said, just so you guys know, I'm going to throw up in the next 30 seconds. And I don't know if they were all plugging their ears, and it was like a couple minutes gone by, and I think it was your brother was like, well, did you do it? I'm like, yeah, a long time ago. So I have that unique skill that I'm, I can be a quiet puker. Yeah. But in fairness, when, when you did it as often as I did, you, you, yeah, you had you, a lot of practice. You learn these skills, yeah. Yeah, you, pra- you puke pretty much every day during pregnancy. Several days. Yeah. Yeah. Several uh, times a day, I mean. Right, yeah. Uh, but that, you had the Christmas bucket. Yeah. yeah, so I I did not travel without a bucket, and uh, we are tra- we are outing my mother again. Yes, sorry, Kari. That's okay. We but had it, on the show. it is a, one of her funny stories. It is. 
And uh, so some, I don't even know if she's talking to someone ever. What it was like? Well, where's your Christmas bucket? What you need to know about this Christmas bucket is there was jack o' lanterns all over it. <laughs> and I said Christmas bucket. And she's like, Yeah, your, I mean your puke bucket. I'm like, Kari, that's a Halloween bucket. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so oh, we mom. lightheartedly joke about that. Oh stuff. yeah, my mom's good for some good ones, and I know we out her on a lot of these, but. <laughs> They're good stuff. She's a and, source of laughter. Well, and and I could I could not obviously I couldn't be who I am without her. That's kind well, of a given. Yeah. But no, my mom has done so much for myself and for you. Yeah, I like her. I better mean, than she you. she takes good care of us. But uh, yeah, she's got some good ones out there that are worth laughing over. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. Did you puke anywhere else? Since we're on the topic, I was I was sick with Riley as well. Um, let's see. I oh, well, I mean, when I was pregnant with Landon and I was working at Soy Basics at the time which is a it's a candle factory here in town which was was it shut down and it reopened as a new kind of candle factory um you better believe I knew where how long it took me to get to every bathroom in that plant from where I was at at any given time uh yeah I christened every single bathroom there I think oh I'm sure um and then when I was at Tarek's I was pregnant with Riley and there was like two bathrooms Mm -hmm. and this was a huge facility and so there was i didn't i didn't puke a lot there but honestly my biggest fear was i was gonna have to puke during my commute home or to work did you have a bucket always oh it was the same one same christmas halloween home no i somehow avoided that well cool good job riley yeah good work (laughs) she just nods her head all right last one turnpike truck stops what about them i love them why well, the they got, food. They got. Well, think about this. You got turnpike truck stops have usually a Panera in it. I'm not a Panera person. Which I don't, me either, but they've got it. A McDonald's yeah. and usually like an Orange Julius or some type of other restaurant. Or if you go to the right places, you can have a really good pizza place. So like the, the, the Pennsylvania Sparrow ones. does not count as a really good pizza place. Okay, fine. But that, well, actually, that's not what I was thinking about the one out in, uh, well, that's what they Breezewood. Had. No, not in Breezewood. Oh, not oh. the one we stopped in Breezewood, the travel center. Um, actually that's completely changed. I just got updated this last year. We, we were there and it's not what it used to be. Um, we went out with your parents last year. Yeah. But anyway, um, no, the the one at Sidling Hill has hey, that is a Sparrow, but it's also got like a uh, not Clucky's Chicken, um, Popeyes. Yeah, Popeyes and a Burger King and an Orange Julius and other stuff. And yeah, I I I, I like the Turnpike truck stops. They're pretty well put together, and then they've got usually pretty good stuff that you can like take on the road pretty easily. Because yeah, that's what it well, is. Well, it's a truck stop. Exactly, yeah. and they've got neck pillows when you really need them. Right. We still have like two of them in the closet. I didn't pay for either one of them either. Oh, lucky you. You know how I got them? No. Kids leave stuff. Oh. All the time. Riley, did you... F- <sighs> Riley. All right. Monster Jam Minute time. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. What, what are we going to talk about? There's really not a lot of news other than I do know that Landon got a couple new trucks yesterday. Oh, really? How did that happen? So he's he's staying at the farm this weekend. Uh, they didn't have they didn't have school on Friday, so he got to stay at the farm for a couple not because days. of weather this time. Not because of weather. It's fantastic. It was. And um, I got a text from my mom and said, "Hey, I'm going to be in town um, on Saturday or whatever day, and and I was wondering if you want me to get him a haircut while he's there." I said, "Yeah, that's fine." Which he just goes to Walmart, smart style, if you will. Right. And um, I said, "You know, if you take him to Walmart, you know you're going to have to look at 
monster, monster trucks. trucks. And she said, yeah, we've already had the conversation. I'm like, oh, perfect. Like conversation or he told her what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it was, I'm sure it was a one-sided conversation. Exactly. And uh, so I got a text a few hours later. Oh, no, her reply was, yep, we already talked about that. And uh, she said, and then we're going to go to Norby's and possibly Fisk's. And I'm like, why? She goes, mm, just to look. Like, he has got you wrapped around your, your finger, whether it's farm toys or monster trucks. I, I know where, where this is actually going. but Yeah, okay. Um, so I, I didn't get any pictures of... I'm assuming what they found was at Walmart, but... Oh, I, I Anyway, I got that. a picture a few hours later, and uh, it, the caption was something like, guess what Landon found today? And it was two trucks that he didn't have in, in Spin Master oh, version. What, what were they? Mohawk Warrior and Son of a Digger. Oh, so he needed a new son of a digger. He did. He, he got bent one. axles in the last one he had. Yeah, but you got one and you're at Monster Jam in Minneapolis. I did. Yeah, at Monster Jam. Well, not not at Monster Jam, but in Cannon Falls, maybe or something. Oh yeah, I guess I did do that. But anyways, so he um he was living his best life. Yeah, life is good. There was something else I was going to say about Monster Jam, but I forgot what it was. Um, we're hoping to do some stuff here with monster jam both uh in april and potentially in august um we're hoping to go out to the training center in paxton illinois we got the invite from the official guy tom mentz uh my 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 homeboy or something like that riley what are you doing you just stuck your tushy in your mother's oh whatever hey riley are you gonna go to a monster jam show yeah when are you gonna go um on april on On April? april yeah and who who, who, what trucks do you want to see? Um, Grave Digger. Yeah, who else? Um, Son of a Digger. Well, I don't know where we're going to see Son of a Digger. Son of a Digger is not going to be there. What How about, about uh, what's your what's the one that you like to do your arms with? Um, Zombie. And Can who you drive Zombie? Um, Amy Hardenbarmuzauer. Very Hardenbar good. Yeah. Do you remember what their theme music is? What? No. Thriller? Thriller. Thriller. Yep. What were you asking we Alexa to play for you this morning? Um, Bad to the Bone. Yeah, Who's, whose song is that, Riley? I'm Grave Digger. I'm yep. Grave Digger? Yeah. It sure is. Who's Lennon's favorite? Um, um, Son of a Digger and Grave Digger. Yeah, yep. that's right. That is right. So there is Riley making her appearance on here, talking about something a little more appropriate this time. So, oh, now she uh, she likes to be on the radio. She's I don't want to record. I do want to record. That was her. That's what she says. Right, Riley? Can you do your Can you do your monster arms for us? What? Do your monster arms for your zombie arms? There, there they go. are. <laughs> She's doing the zombie arms. You put your arms out and wave them up and down. So hopefully we get some videos and pictures we'll put on social media. But uh, Lisa, we're kind of at the end here. Uh, didn't have a solid Monster Jam minute. We just didn't, you know. But uh, Which is rare. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts here before we kind of call it quits? I'm supposed to get cold again here this week. Yeah, it's already pretty cold. Yeah, um, it is. Windchill warning this morning on Sunday. I would imagine. It, well, although I did look. We're supposed to approach freezing again next weekend which this is the good approaching freezing meaning you're going up instead of down oh right, right. yeah so we like this i mean i kind of like this time of year only because the temperatures are going up i hate the cold i'm so sick of cold it's not even funny and i'm less than 30 days before i leave for washington dc with the kids yes hey actually a couple things um self-promotion self-promotion i got accepted into the colonial williamsburg teacher institute so guess what you get another week without me at yeah. Wait, is it a full week? Yeah. Yes. So I, sometime in June, I think, possibly. 
So pretty much all of June you're gone. No, I'm only gone for one week in June. Don't you go back out to Ford's? No, that's in May. Oh, sorry. That's coming up. Yeah, so I, I'm out in the, well, in Virginia. Once again, one, uh, July at this point is the only month I won't be in Virginia this summer. Oh. So starting in April Whatever all the way Whatever will the state a- of Virginia August. do without you? Uh, probably throw parties and, and whatnot, so we'll see. And I got some other cool nomination stuff that came out, but I, I can't really talk about that right now. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll we'll keep you abreast on some of that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's some some cool stuff professionally that's going on for the old Rudster. How about you? Um, I'm actually um, waist deep in a big old project at work, and have been for some time. So I'm just gonna keep on keeping on with that, and uh, hopefully, hopefully get it on the road here soon. Outstanding. All right, Riley, do you have any final things that you want to say? Yeah. What do you want to say? Um, I don't know. I kind of knew you were going to do that to us. So. Go pack, go. Go pack, go. You're wearing your Packer shirt, aren't you? All she, right. I put it on her, and she said, oh, "Is it Packer Day? It's it Packer not. Day every day. Right. First of all, exactly. All right. Well, if we've got nothing else, then it's time to wrap things up and call it a day. Because I got to go get it landed and see if I can find a barbecue place." That's open. See if you can find one. Yeah, you know where two are right off the top of your head. I know, but I got to find one that's open. Yeah, this is me. Feel- oh, are you taking Riley with you, right? No. Okay. Why would I take Riley with me? Because someone sitting next to you has to work this afternoon. At three o'clock. I got four hours. Okay. All right. All righty, folks. We will talk to you later. Uh, hopefully uh, sooner than later on the Don't Talk to Me Rudely podcast. Have yourself a great week. Have an average week. You said moderate week. Okay, sorry. I never remember. Either way, it's the same. Okay, fine. Talk to you later, folks.